Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of the Creative Exponent of season two. 20. I can't believe we're 20 episodes in already. <laughs> how did that How did that? But we were just talking about how fast 2020 has gone. And it's like, how does that happen when you spend all your time at home quarter just in your house? <laughs> I know it does feel pretty crazy. I've been busy though. I've, I'm the too. kind of person like if I have free time, I'm not going to be like, yeah, let me Idling. go just sit on the couch yeah. and chill. Like I'm yeah. like, how many how many projects can I possibly squeeze Get into done. this time? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm never too. bored. Me too. Anyway, so we're talking about um, today. We're talking about building your vision. Yeah. This is part one because that's just a huge topic, mm-hmm. and we'll kind of split it up over a few weeks, so it's not just like all that's all we're talking about right. for the next few weeks. But building your vision, um, and today we're going to talk specifically about setting boundaries. Yeah. But I think. I know Sha- I'll let Shauna talk about this because I know she's really passionate about vision and how important it is in business. Yeah. And um, we're, I guess we're talking about it from the perspective of if you're already using your creativity as a business, mm-hmm. it's so important then to know, you know, what, what's your vision? What's your plan? And vision's different than like goals. Yeah. And, you know, some of the shorter term things, it's just kind of this overarching idea of why you're doing what you're doing and and what direction you're heading but um it's also important if you're considering turning your creativity into a business to kind of have some ideas of of what does that look like and so today we're talking about boundaries and just how important those um guardrails are to keep you on track and we'll talk about kind of what some of those important guardrails we feel yeah um you can put in place in order to keep keep you and your business on track yeah. so you don't get you don't get uh just so easy to get sidetracked by yes. other people by you, we derail ourselves oh, all the gosh, time yeah. it's just easy to do it is it is and you know before we before we kind of dive into it we do we do want to acknowledge and just say that we are we know that this time is heavy in our world, and we do want to acknowledge that and just to say that we are hurting, you know, with everybody that is hurting. And um, I don't know, it's been on our minds and hearts all week, so we couldn't we yeah. couldn't start this episode and not and not mention that and tell you that if you need to hear this today, you are loved, no matter where you are or who you are, and uh, hang in there, man. Well, we're just, and you're welcome. You're welcome here too. That's right. Like we just, that's right. We're, you know, we we want to be champions for other people, yeah. and um, especially. I mean, we talk about you know creativity yeah. and all of that, but it's it's creativity is such a, it's just a, it's, a, it's human a human thing. thing. Yeah. So we're just we're we're champions for humans. Yes, we that's are. <laughs> yes, we, we are. Yes, we so, are. Yeah. Um, but. You know, and and I think vision is this. So jumping jumping back, I just I had to I had to say that before we before we dove yeah. in. But um, 
you know, it's something that I I feel like I've you're usually either a vision person or a, an action executor. You know, a lot of times we fall into two you know, one of two camps. And, but then every now and then you've got somebody who can be a visionary, but also think about process and operations and what are the steps in order for me to get there. But that's a much, I think, much rarer breed. Um, But, you know, I learned probably the most, and I I said it at the end of our uh, episode last week, but I I would be um, doing a disservice to the work that I did with my, um, with my partners, John and Ashley Marsh, they, uh, man, they just get vision. They really do. And I learned a lot about, um, of course, their work is about community development and, you know, transformation. So it's a little bit different than just if you're a single entrepreneur, you know, and, and running your business. But, you know, in the consulting work that we did, that was always a huge piece of it, you know, is building vision. Mm-hmm. So I have to um, I have to credit them for, for a lot of my thoughts on it. It's just things that I learned, even working with the kinds of clients, you know, that we worked with. It was just really eye-opening how many people have a, a dream but no vision for how to get there, you know, and they always kind of worded it like, you know, your ideas are singularly focused. They're, um, they're in a silo, you know, they're just these one-offs and your vision is, that is the overarching view of what should be, what could be and what should be. The whole farm. Yep. It's the whole (laughs) shebang. (laughs) So, you know, and honestly, I feel like in my one-on-one specifically, you know, with clients, it's, that's, we spend a lot of time talking about this because, you know, sometimes we, we begin a creative business because something, we love something, we're good at it, it falls in our lap sort of, or we, we begin, you know, to sell one or two or 10 of these and then all of a sudden we're there and we look up five years later and it's like, but what am I, what do I really want this to be? Where do I really want this Mm -hmm. to go? I'm not, And I think, again, I think it depends on your nature. If you're really comfortable as an executor, you're a little less likely to be pressed by that, you know, and feel the pressure Mm -hmm. to say, well, this is where I'm going. But if you've got even just a little bit of that drive to, to be a visionary and be a forward thinker and not just a present mind, you know, it's it can then become a little paralyzing because you, you start feeling like, well, I'm doing all this stuff, but is it, you know, is it adding up to anything? Is it, you know, is it taking me somewhere? Um, am I just being busy? Do I even like what I, you know, do I even like what I'm doing? It brings in a lot of insecurity and sort of questioning and doubting. So um, I think that's the first thing to mention before we kind of talk about where do you even begin to set that vision? Yeah. Is just to acknowledge it's it's the overarching, it's the long game, you know, um, what could be, what should be, where are we going? You know, when I'm done, somebody asked me last week or two weeks ago, well, I mean, where do I even start? <laughs> like where, what, how do I even try to think what could my vision be? And I said, well, I, you got to begin with like work backwards, you know, man, I think anytime we're in a, what do I do place work backwards, you know, it's such a great tool. Um, you know, when you're done, when you're retired or you're 
old. I don't know if I'll ever retire. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Just when you're old. Yeah, when you're okay. really old. <laughs> you, what will you look back on and really be grateful that you pursued? You know, what mm-hmm. is the pursuit that you want, that you want to, you know, you want to have, you want to be able to look back on and say, you know, I pursued this. And for some people, that's this big dynamic thing. For some people, that is simply saying, I wanted to make beautiful art. And that's what I did over and over and over, you know? So it doesn't necessarily mean it's got to be this like all encompassing, you know, huge umbrella. It doesn't. But yeah. it's an important question to ask, you know. It's a it's your true north, you know. Your vision is your true north, so it yeah. matters. And yeah. having that vision helps so much then with all the little things. Yeah. All the things that you're like, well, what do I do about this? Well, somebody told me I should be doing this, but I don't know. So I've been working on it, and it's I don't know if it's really getting anywhere. Really, it's like, oh, okay, hold on, hold yeah. on. Let's. <laughs> where are you going? Like that's I find that. Mm-hmm. And you were just saying this, you know, m- the majority of any mentoring sessions that I do yeah. start with, well, I, I feel like I, I can't grow my Instagram following and I want to grow that. And I'm, I'm working on, you know, I feel a little frustrated about X, Y, Z or the place where I'm selling stuff currently. I just feel like it's not a good match. And, and it's like, we're talking about all the little, yeah. the little stuff. And I'm like, let's, can we just stop and let's talk about yeah. Where do you want to take this business? And then we can figure out what steps you need to take to get there. Because selling yeah. out of a booth might not be the best stepping stone yeah. to get to where you're planning on going. It might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and maybe growing an Instagram following isn't going to be the top priority because right. that's not going to be where the, you know, I know there's such a focus on Instagram right now. And that really isn't, it's a great place to build community. Mm -hmm. It's a great place to get exposure, but it's not a great place to, to directly sell your product necessarily. It can be, Mm -hmm. it can be, but, um, I just think for the average person who's trying to drive traffic to their site, there are other, there are other things to use that are going to be much better than that. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that in another, in another week. But what we want to talk about today and focus on, because as you can tell, this is a huge topic. Like there are so many directions we can go with. It's like, we haven't even gotten to our points yet. And we're like (laughs) 10 minutes in. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to focus specifically on boundaries. And the Mm -hmm. reason why it's so important to set these boundaries is because of that. There are so many things that are going to get you off track. There are so many, even just like Let's say you're just scrolling through Instagram one day and you see one of these little ads that's like, you know, we're going to share show you the the five steps to mm-hmm. grow your Instagram traffic to make 100k a year. And then it's like yeah. even just seeing that, even if you don't click on it and find out more, just seeing that can give you this feeling of like Oh, I, I got to get it together with Instagram. Yeah. I really need to I'm I'm losing money by not yeah doing whatever the five things are Mm -hmm. that this person is saying I need to do. Yeah. And, and it can, and that can like your whole, the whole rest of your day can be spent researching the best way to grow Instagram. And then it's like, what just happened? I just completely got knocked off track by something, just a small thing. Someone says the little things you see. So it's so important to have those guardrails. So we're going to give you three kind of categories to set up guardrails. And the first one would be core values. And this is, this is a pretty, 
I don't know, kind of a trendy oh, sure. topic, I would say. But also wise. Where there's, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's good. I'm just yeah. saying, like, if you've heard, you know, cool, that to- that term, yeah. it's it's a fairly, like, Brene Brown talks about okay, the core values. Yeah. You can you can print up a list of some suggested ones, and um, or you can just write out your own. But this is, the core values are figuring out who you are as a business owner yeah. and what what are some ethics that are like, this is going to be the the ethical Mm -hmm. framework that I work within. And this is also the things that are very important to me. So like, do you know, I did this exercise with when I read Brene, Uh Brene Brown's book, like what's one of your, um, your core values for your business? Well, I mean, I would say probably the, the biggest one is um, authenticity, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I went back and sort of did this exercise a few years ago, and, and I've honestly started tweaking it again now that business is shifting. But for me, yeah, that's such a part. And I want to give you an example because I think it might help. And we're actually going to talk about this in a later podcast. Marion has convinced me. So, <laughs> but... So (laughs) my core values center around authenticity, transparency, as is right for me. That's in the, that's in the, um, the parentheses, you know, um, honoring, uh, imperfection is all, has always been important. That's why I named, you know, Mm -hmm. the business perfectly imperfect so long ago now. Um, you know, there's, there's many, but, but that one is such a vital piece for me because I have learned for myself when I have moments where I'm chasing what everyone else is doing, I'm miserable. I really am. I mean, I, I, I move yeah. into a place of um, just uh, it sucks the life out of my business, out of what I'm doing. And so right before this podcast, and we're going to, I'm not going to go deep into this, but I'm just giving you a quick background. So right now, you know, I'm having some things with Instagram since Marion brought that up that are, it's frustrating. I can't, I don't, you know, I'm having to redo that and grow that entirely again and if I had no vision, right, if there were no vision that, were, that was outside of that, I would be totally consumed with those frustrations, with those issues. And it's not that they're not there. It's just that I know at the end of the day, my vision is to create beauty and to create words that bring meaning and impact to the people around me. And guess what? I'm doing that. I'm doing that. You know, I, I don't I don't have to have a specific number to do that, you know. That's what I'm doing. So I know, again, working backwards when I look back, that authenticity is there, you know, and sharing what I'm really passionate about is there. You know, the meaning, the vision is there. So the other stuff can be there and we can address it, you know, but it's still noise when it comes to the big picture, you know? So that was a long answer to your question, but I did want to, you know, kind of put a pin in that because it it really does matter because without that vision, I would be consumed with just all the stuff. And, and I had moments in my business right. where it was just really easy to do that, you know, to get derailed and sidetracked. Yeah. Or you would self-sabotage yeah. 
but I was going to say you would self-sabotage yourself, but that's redundant, <laughs> but you would, you would self-sabotage yeah. so that you can chase this yeah. thing that's, that you want to conquer. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, you just spent this, right. you know, the majority of each week for the last yeah. year doing something that really isn't going to move the needle right. a whole lot or for you. It make fit you within happy. your core values. Your core values right. also <laughs> align with who you are as a human, you know? So when we right. talk about setting those up and creating those, it's, I mean, what is the work you want to be doing? <laughs> you know, like what, yeah. what is yeah. the work you want to do? Um, yeah. before you and know the core it. values can be, you know, I think people have asked me like, well, should they be personal? Should they be professional? Should, Cause like one of the it core values both. would be like family yeah. and, and it can be both. So it's yeah. like, don't if family, it don't feel like you have to put family as the top thing. It doesn't mean you don't love your no, family. Family's not, not in my core values. That's in my core I know, values I as either. a human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's like you can have, we're talking about how we do business. Yeah. So mine, like at the top of my list is integrity. Yeah. Um, one that I was sort of surprised at, but I kept going back to was financial stability. Yeah. And I realized like, that's a huge one for me when I yeah. am having to put out large amounts of money yeah. and I'm in, I'm in the, I'm not in the red, so to speak, but I'm like, I feel like large expenses. I don't know. It, yeah. I, yeah. It just starts to, it stresses me mm-hmm. out. I, I feel, I like having a big cushion in the bank. I like, yeah. Um, having that freedom to have capital to invest in things that I'm yeah. feeling passionate about and yeah. without it being like, Ooh, I don't know, I, yeah. I'm feeling tight because yeah. I just had to put all this money out. So anyway, that's one for me. Um, yeah, integrity is huge. And that's always mm-hmm. been huge for me that even if there's an appearance that, me you too. know, I'm not, I, I'm doing something that's underhanded that, that bothers me. Um, and yeah. then, um, and then learning is yeah. one that's for me that I, I feel like I always want to be um, growing and changing yeah. and evolving and, and learning because yeah. I, I always can do better yeah. in, in everything. So anyway, take a look at your core values, yeah. set those up. And then wh- anytime that you're faced with something, you know, that's a that's a good time to ask your core values yeah. to say like, does this fit within my integrity? Right. Does this, so for me, that would be my question. Does this fit within my integrity? Does this fit with where I want to be to feel comfortable mm-hmm. financially so that I feel stable? Yep. It doesn't make me, f- it doesn't add to stress or anxiety. Um, is this, is this go, is this closing me off yeah. to learning and growing or is this, yeah. um, is this fostering that? So you can always ask those questions and that can help things that you're like, should I, or shouldn't mm-hmm. I, man, it's like, it can become crystal clear oh, yeah. That this is a yes, this is a no, or this is neutral. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to, that this does fit within your core values, but maybe you need to ask some other questions yeah. to see if it's something you should move forward with. Um, yeah. So the next one, number two, would be non-negotiables. And this is kind of the opposite of core values. Mm-hmm. This is a, looking at the things that if it goes mm-hmm. to this point, I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think they That's don't necessarily the time to bail, right, cord, have to be jump. all negative, but it, it's the things that are deal breakers. You know, these yeah. either must be here and they're, or, or they cannot be here, you know? And I think you too, you know, it gives us this, um, 
it's, it's, that's what I mean when I say it's not just the negatives. It is the negatives. But your non-negotiables are more like um, what are the practices that either must be here or cannot be here, you know, so mm-hmm. that, you know, your, your vision, your core values are these, you know, ideals and, you know, characteristics that you want the business to embody, you know, and you want it to be. And then when we move into non-negotiables, it's like, let's talk about the practices that either have to be here or cannot ever be here, you know? Um, yeah. And that way, like, for instance, I know that um, that we did one for um, a community, and I can't remember all the, the details, but like, you know, some of their stuff, a lot of theirs were more positives, but they were things that just... They had to be there. These things have to be in any project we put our hands on. This is what has to be, you know. And if those mm-hmm. things are not there, that's a non-negotiable for us. You know, we don't we don't touch it. We don't take on that project. Um, so it can be like you, even the things that are just like, mm, no, when we <laughs> when I have to do that, I am out. You know, it can be both. I think so. That's true. I guess I didn't. I always think of when I think of my non-negotiables, I think of it as as this is a line that I'm not, not going to cross yeah. towards towards the yeah. you know, towards the negative direction, yeah. but it can be it, I think and I think it depends on the way you phrase it sure. too. I guess yeah. it's just that like, yeah. you know, if if this is present, then, then I will do, then it's a green light for me. That's, that's a non-negotiable, but another way you could say it is if this is not present, this is a, this is, this is not going to work for me. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's, again, it's so important because then if something comes up where it's like, it's this fantastic opportunity, you're being offered a Mm -hmm. lot of money and you have set as a non-negotiable, um, I will not do this. Yes then it it doesn't matter how great the opportunity right. is or what amount of money because ultimately it's going to end up feeling icky. It's well these things feeling... either support or fight your core values. One of one of the yeah. two. You know, so if it doesn't yeah. support it, then yeah, it's gonna feel gross. <laughs> or at the very yep. least just too taxing, you know, um, is yep. is whatever the quote, payout, you know, is, is that worth it? You know, a lot of times if it's fighting those, no, it's not, you know, because it's fighting, usually it's much bigger. So for me, one is, um, is the amount of any kind of sponsored work. Um, And it's just, I can't do, uh, I can't do any kind of it's not that I would never do it again. It's that after I took time away from uh, blogging and came back, I just have a different lens because I, in that time, you know, I had, I was filling my time, you know, and that landscape looks very different now anyway, but I just filled my time with lots of travel for sponsored stuff, you know, lots of um, you know, sponsored posts and things like that. And, and not that there's anything wrong with it, but for me, I begin to feel like I'm not carrying out my own vision if there's too much of that. So like there's just a limit, there's a number, you know, and if I can't be real, you know, hate to say it this way, but if it's not a well compensated opportunity or if it fights um, what I'm trying to accomplish in my, just in my work week, let alone like the the vision I have for the way I want to do the work I love, 
that's just a non-negotiable for me because I know it takes mm-hmm. me to a place I don't feel great in. You know, I, I, yeah. I'm more taxed than I am enjoying it, even if I'm paid for that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, and, and that's, yep. those are all very personal because some people can do that and crank that out and it feels great. You know, it's a, it's a great, you know, money maker and that kind of thing. So it's, they're all very, very unique to you. I think it's really important to note, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the non-negotiables, they need to be, it needs to be a small list of really big things, yeah. not a big list of a bunch of little things yeah. because first of all, you'll forget them. Um, <laughs> yes, you need to print these so out be, regardless. <laughs> yeah. It's like having a list of family rules. Yeah. It's like, Succinct. it needs to be <laughs> small and you know here's the list and they're big things right if you lie if you you know just if there's destruction if there's whatever then it's like yeah and it's and then it's clear and so I think you need to be clear with yourself that this is you know these are non-negotiables because there are things like like I remember a few years ago this was when Instagram stories first came Mm -hmm. out And I was just like, oh, gosh, people don't need to see what I'm doing all day long. Like, Mm -hmm. what is this? And I remember saying at the time, if the direction that this industry is going is live video all the time, I'm out. (laughs) And and that's (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. Miss Mustard Seed retires. But what that was, that was not setting a non-negotiable. Right. That was me expressing a, just a dislike for yeah. the direction it was heading. Yeah. And, um, but I, you know, I've learned to embrace it. Mm-hmm. I've learned, you know, to it, and it, that's a part. Now that's because one of my core values has always been learning and growing, evolving, yeah. you know, all under that umbrella. And so... I can't say that yeah. and then be rigidly against anything any that's just not avenue. comfortable to yeah. me. That's right. hilarious. <laughs> any any newfangled nope. thing not that social it. media makes me do. Yeah. So anyway, that's, um, so be very specific about yeah. those. And I think that's the kind of thing that's good to talk with your family or if you have any business partners or anything, but it can be a gatekeeper for uh, you. I'm, I'm a person yeah. who I tend, I just want to be agreeable. I want to say yes to mm, people and to too. things. Yeah. And, and so it, it does really help to have some sort of a gatekeeper mm-hmm. that, that you can ask until you can, you know, at some point, if you can have an agent or somebody who yeah. can be a gatekeeper for, for you. you and say, no, that's great. But, um, so then the third one would be, um, and we'll, we'll wrap this up pretty quickly. Cause I know we're, we're, uh, we're just being chatty today. <laughs> we're but, rambling. Yeah. But, um, Talk about, I mean, the, the third thing would, the third thing that sets some guardrails up would be knowing what you must have. And, and this is a little bit different than non-negotiables. I think non-negotiables can tend to be a bit more, um, maybe a bit more technical. Yeah. Yeah. In a sense. Whereas I think the must haves are more of a, a heart and a passion thing because, um, you know, you can, you can be within your integrity. So for my example, mm-hmm. I can be within my integrity. I can, I can be financially stable and I can, um, be, be learning and growing and there can still just be m- absolute misery in what sure. I'm doing and all of that. Yeah. So a must have would be what's at the heart of your business mm-hmm. to retain your passion. Yeah. And for me, when my business gets too heavy on 
administrative business computer mm-hmm. work that's when i'm just like what why am i even yeah. doing this i could go work in the corporate world and have benefits yeah. um <laughs> and regular <Insurance>. hours <laughs> yeah and it's so i i'm getting too far away from yeah why I do what I do, which is I just love creating and I want to teach other people how Mm -hmm. to create things and make things. I want to be encouraging. I want to be able to write and take pictures and style and fiddle around with my home and have that be my job. Mm -hmm. And so that's a, that's a must have for me. If that's not a part of my, at least most weeks, if that's not a part of most weeks, I'm, I'm just missing the boat on what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So for me, your must downtime. have is about your heart. It is. Downtime yeah. is important to me. I, I have no interest <laughs> in working till 10 p.m. every night or every single weekend. Not mm. that there's never a moment that I'm going to ride on the weekend or I'm going to, you know, work on something that I'm going to shoot the next week. But those fall into, I want that downtime for any work, quote, work I do to be optional. That's an optional time. If I want to do something that's maybe a little more creative in what I do, sure, that's fine. But downtime's important. I can't, I do not, because like you, I could just go get a job that made me work, you know, 60 hours a week and get some benefits. It'd be great. (laughs) That part would be great. So (laughs) if I don't get to have downtime just because I'm doing this solo entrepreneur thing, then, you know, I got to check what I'm doing because it's, it's not worth, it's not worth it. You know, I don't, I want to be able to have time where I'm, and not just not working on something actively, but where my mind is at rest. So my work has to center in a way for me that I'm not just on all night long, all weekend long, you know, that's important for me. And I've been through phases where even in this self-employment, you know, that I've had over the last, you know, 10, 11, 12 years, it's, there are moments where it has not felt that way. And it's nearly killed me. You know what I mean? Where I'm just, it's Mm -hmm. 830 and my brain, I cannot shut the pressure off. So yeah. and, And at that point, you just have to, you know, for me, that's sort of one of those I got to have that. If I don't have that, a lot of things start to be affected, you know, a whole lot. So at that point, it's like, all right, we got to go back and we got to address. And creative time for me is is a must-have. If I, like you, if I lose all the time to do the creative parts and it's just filled with admin, you know, I'm going to, the life force is going to be sucked out pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So these are... I think these are great things to to set up for yourself really at any time, but especially if you're feeling like like you're just chasing up rabbits. Yeah. That's what you're doing yeah. all the time. Or distracted. And you feel like you're not yeah. gaining any ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel distracted. You Maybe you have said yes to things that you're feeling really like... Anxious mm, about. Just, yeah. This isn't what I want to do. It's not... It's taking away from my must-haves. It's crossed a non-negotiable line. It's mm-hmm. counter to your core values, um, which you can do that with great intentions. Oh, like yeah. the, these are more sometimes the things that aren't good are are usually pretty easy for us to say no to. Yeah. These are the things that are 
good things, but just not right things. Yeah. They're just not right for right. you. And and those are the ones that are often hard to say no mm-hmm. to. Um, or the things that maybe are going to push you. Um, they fit, they f- kind of check all the boxes, mm-hmm. but they're going to push you and they're uncomfortable. Yeah. These can help you say yes to something like that because yeah. it does all... It aligns. Even though it's pushing yeah. you somewhere uncomfortable, it, it all, mm-hmm. yeah, it aligns with, with what you want to continue to do. Exactly. So these are some great things to take a look at. Core values, non-negotiables, and your must-haves. I would even say, if you're somebody who's working, you know, in a job for someone else, mm-hmm. um, these are good things to ask yourself, too. Yeah. Because if you hate your job, or if you're, it, it probably has to do with mm-hmm. one of these things. No doubt. You aren't, you're not doing what you initially thought you were going to do, what you, which, which is what mm-hmm. you're passionate about. I can't tell you how many friends I have who started, um, they're passionate about working with children. Mm-hmm. They started as teachers mm-hmm. and they absolutely hated mm-hmm. it because so little of it was actually teaching and working with the children Mm -hmm. there was so much that was administrative political um working with the parents us parents all (laughs) the other stuff that was not was not what they envisioned and wasn't it's not their heart it's not what they're passionate Mm -hmm. about and they ended up leaving the teaching field and doing something else so that's just the example that came to mind but anyway looking at those those three things can really help very impactful and help you because what you do, whether you do it for yourself or you do it for somebody else, we do it too much of our days yes, we do. To, to not love what we do and to not enjoy it in some respect. Everybody's going to have to do crappy parts of their yeah. job, but <laughs> yes, you got to be able to enjoy it. So um, we're going to talk more about building your yeah. vision in another episode. Um, next week, we're going to talk about Instagram growth yeah. from the perspective of... Shauna has around 6,800 followers yep, or so. Yep, right at 69. And, and I have about 191,000 <laughs> followers. It's a big and, gap. <laughs> well, but, and I'm not saying that to say like. <laughs> no, you're not. I don't care. So who's, so who's, who's better? <laughs> no, and it's because I've been sustaining it yeah. for uh, years. Yeah. And Shauna had a big yeah. gap where she stopped posting yeah. or, or only posted every once in a while. And so we started about the same place and we've ended up at at different places just because we've done different things. And so um, what we want to talk about, though, is the challenges, the frustrations, how to grow from those two different perspectives. And and I think a lot of you guys will really um, be able to relate. It's just going to be a conversation about it. Yeah, we're just going to talk. We're not going to come with a bunch of preset points. We're just going to talk about it. (laughs) It'll be be good. so I think it'll be good. And I do have a creative contraption for today that I'll tell you really quickly. And Shawna, you would love these. Oh, my goodness. You've got to order some. I know. I saw, I know I saw it written. See, okay, <laughs> I have some right here, but I don't have a sharpener. So. Okay. So th- let me tell you what we're yeah. talking about. So they're flat pencils. And they're shaped. So they're pencils that are shaped kind sure. of like a, well, the lead is shaped like a rectangle. Mm-hmm. But you have to have a flat pencil sharpener also. And you can use a flat pencil sharpener on regular pencils. But what it does is it turns... Oh, you do have some, yes. But I don't have a sharpener. So you need the flat... Yeah. Oh, aren't those cute? What kind of... Hester and Cook make great pencils. Hester and Cook. See, mine are very utilitarian. These are carpenter pencils. There's a red, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Hers are like pretty and white. Mine are General's sketching pencil, and they have different. Are yours um, like the graphite's different uh-huh. um, hardness? Yep. Okay, so I have like six B, two B, and four B, mm-hmm. and so they're pretty soft. And what I love about them is I'm a tidy person, and they force me in my drawings to not be tidy, tidy which is a good thing in drawing because that is good for um, you. Especially when, like, I like more of an impressionistic look, yeah. and you can't be too tidy with that. So what it does is basically it makes a mar- it makes a pencil behave more like a broad tipped marker. Yeah. yeah. So you have these broad. You can do these broad strokes. Mm-hmm. It it's just. I did a portrait in them for a class that I'm doing, and I I just love them. I'm like these are amazing for value sketches yeah. for. Just Fun. quick little studies of things. Um, so anyway, that's flat it. Pencils. Flat pencils. And that's where it's at. You've got to get a flat <laughs> pencil sharpener. Yeah, because mine the key. are just sitting in my tray, all beautiful. Look, I mean, I have a full. You guys will share a picture of this, but I mean, oh I have goodness. a ton. <laughs> I mean, of course, there's all kinds, you know, but there are a lot yeah. of flat ones. Yeah, Hester and Cook is a great brand for pencils. Look at that's a white one. I'm gonna. Hester and Cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, used to carry I'm these in my in, shop. And my, man, looking for my paper to write Love. it down on. So Limb. anyway, um, there you go. Something else that you need to go right. buy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I got I got mine from Blick. You can get a flat pencil yep. sharpener from Blick, okay, but definitely get the flat pencil. Definitely get the flat pencil sharpener along. Okay. With it, so. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Take care. Yes. And um, as always, you can send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com or you can um, contact us through social media. Yeah. And since we're talking about Instagram next week, let us know if you would yeah. like us to talk about, you know, kind of what you're noticing yeah. or what you're struggling with or any of that. And we'll include that in, in our chat. So thanks so much. And we'll talk to you thanks, later. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Creative Exponent Podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like the Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.